The University of Minnesota strikes a deal with Fairview Health Services to buy back its flagship academic medical center after selling it more than 25 years ago. The Biden administration wants more oversight of healthcare accrediting organizations. And a new study finds that popular weight loss drugs may improve some mental health conditions. It's Tuesday, February 13th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. The University of Minnesota will buy back its flagship academic medical center from Minneapolis, Minnesota-based Fairview Health Services, more than 25 years after it originally sold it to the nonprofit health system. The two organizations announced on Friday that they had signed a non-binding agreement outlining the university's intent to repurchase the M Health Fairview University of Minnesota Medical Center, which includes the East and West Bank Hospital campuses, M Health Fairview Masonic Children's Hospital, and the M Health Fairview Clinics and Surgery Center, and has combined 1,700 beds. The University of Minnesota Board of Regents approved the deal last week. The two organizations said in a release that this would be a multi-year, multi-phased approach with a plan for shared management and governance of the facilities during the transition period. They plan to have a definitive agreement in place by the end of September. The first phase of the transition is expected to begin in early 2025, pending the necessary regulatory processes. The University of Minnesota expects to take ownership of the full medical center by December 31, 2027. Fairview said in a statement that patient care and day-to-day -day operations will be unchanged during the transition and that the facilities will continue to operate under the M Health Fairview brand until further agreements are made. The financial specifics of the deal were not disclosed and the organization said that layoffs are not anticipated. Fairview Health Services originally purchased the University of Minnesota Medical Center in 1997 and has jointly operated it with the university since then. The ownership of the medical center was a point of contention for Minnesota state regulators during the proposed merger talks between Fairview Health Services and Sioux Falls, South Dakota-based health system Sanford Health. That deal was ultimately called off in late July of last year. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services wants more oversight of organizations that confer accreditations to healthcare providers and suppliers. In a release, CMS said that the new guidelines are in response to concerns related to accrediting organization performance, including inconsistent survey results stemming from some of these groups giving advance notice to healthcare entities against the agency's policies, potential conflicts of interest between accrediting organizations that provide fee-based consulting services to providers and suppliers, and providers and suppliers retaining accreditation even though they've been terminated from the Medicare and Medicaid program. CMS is proposing in its new rule that accrediting organizations be held to the same standards as state survey agencies, which also conduct surveys on behalf of the federal government, as well as recommending that accrediting organizations more closely align with state agencies to improve survey consistency. 
CMS is also recommending implementing certain restrictions on fee-based consulting services provided to healthcare entities being accredited, as well as requiring these entities to report potential conflicts of interest. CMS said that these proposed changes would make accrediting practices more transparent, strengthen survey policies, and reduce administrative burden on providers. CMS has currently approved nine accrediting organizations to survey and accredit Medicare-certified entities, including the Joint Commission, Accreditation Commission for Healthcare, and the American Association for Accreditation of Ambulatory Surgery Facilities. The agency did not name any organization that it was concerned about. The 60-day public comment period runs through April 15th. Patients prescribed a new class of diabetes management and weight loss drugs are less likely to be diagnosed with depression and anxiety, according to a new study. The analysis comes from Epic Research, which is a division of the electronic health records giant Epic. Researchers looked at more than 4 million medical records, including nearly 3.1 million records of diabetic patients and more than 920,000 records of patients without diabetes to get a better sense of the potential relationship between the GLP-1 drugs and mental health diagnoses in patients after starting the medications. They found that diabetic patients prescribed a GLP-1 medication, including terzapatide, semaglutide, dilaglutide, and exanatide, showed a decreased likelihood of depression compared to those not prescribed the GLP-1 medication. The researchers found that Eli Lilly's terzapatide, sold under the brand name Mujaro for diabetes management, showed the greatest reduction in likelihood of depression. They also found that non-diabetic patients had a lower likelihood of being diagnosed with depression after being prescribed semaglutide from Novo Nordisk, sold under the brand name Wagovi for weight management, compared to those not prescribed a GLP-1 drug. Diabetic patients also had a lower likelihood of being diagnosed with anxiety compared to those not taking a GLP-1 drug. Munjaro, again, showed the greatest likelihood of a reduction, and non-diabetic patients prescribed Wagovi were less likely to have an anxiety diagnosis. This research runs counter to some anecdotal reports that GLP-1 drugs may increase the risk for suicidal ideation in patients. The Food and Drug Administration conducted a review of the claims, and a preliminary report from the agency in January did not find a link between the drugs and suicidal thoughts. This has been Just Healthcare Daily from Kaufman Hall. I'm Jay Carlisle-Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the podcast. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Just Weekly.